I think that what they're gonna ha it's gonna happen is that they'll be um, they can sell this information and uh -huh, all these yeah. kids' information, including their parents' names and stuff like that, will all go on the dark web. Uh -huh. This is what Larry uh, Larry Carson told me, and because this is his job. Well, okay, so he knows he said, all about that. Well, this he's a security analyst. Oh, all right, an internet security analyst oh. for a big company he's see the, i don't know anything about any yeah, of that he's a, yeah he's i don't a, even know what the dark web is oh you're on it we're all on it now uh, oh what is we've it? been all we've all been hacked at least once or twice uh, what is it exactly i don't it's understand it's what they use to sell information and and uh -huh. and, and and get into your computers and mm. get, i mean into your bank accounts and all kinds of stuff it's it's mm -hmm. It's dark. We are. <laughs> that's what it is. It's a dark. It's thing. dark. It's not like dark chocolate. It's, it's not bad. like light. It's not like light. <laughs> well, anyway. you know, there any there with the computers, it's uh, enabled all kinds of things in our world to operate the way. But it also it's made us really vulnerable in so many ways, information wise. Um, like our power grid is vulnerable. Everything. You know, yeah. everything. Yeah. All it's very scary. All the systems that are running on computers now are are subject to being hacked. Well, that's just it. When I, when I when I I asked Dawn about this whole thing, I, she said, and then Erin said too. She said, "Well, I said, but okay. So the kids have to, all these kids had to re redo their passwords. Right. Seven in LA in LA uh, proper, seven thousand kids had to redo their passwords, and I said, well." I don't understand that. She says, she's, nobody does stuff. Every It's all done online. Right. Everything's done online. It's true. They type, yeah. they, they present papers online. They learn online. So they, everything's online. Uh, I go, me, yeah. don't kids have notebooks anymore? And so now these all these teachers last week yeah. had to go back to square one, you, the dog, get your notebooks out. Their excuse now is the dog ate my SIM card. <laughs> That's what they have to tell them, <laughs> the teachers. It's something. It's yeah, yeah but the doc. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I was like, well, I don't. Wow, that's, you know, the teachers had to say, okay, wow, and now teachers had to, had to put their lesson plans on paper and make copies and just like the old days wow. when your teacher used to send you down to make, a mimeograph yeah, copies right. uh -huh. of the of the lesson or the test. Or yeah, whatever it right. Is. Exactly. Well, now they have to do that again, and they have to get out their pencils and papers. And oh, this, nobody uh, has pencils. Not and papers. that. Oh my God. Well, that's nobody probably. Ha yeah, nobody has pencils and papers. You know, in a way, that's kind of not so bad. I, I there was always that big drive at the beginning of the school year. Be like, okay, oh, your kids coming to school, you better go shopping if you want pencils. You better you, you better but hit the store I, if I you want a notebook. I don't understand that because none yeah. of them use pencils. All they do is yeah. is they type. Do they still do that? Oh, they yeah, can't they even write. They do have a big back to school yeah. uh, section every It's probably year. for the little kids that are learning vocabulary mm. and stuff like that that have to trace the, the oh, letters okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. But wow. I, I asked Erin, I said, so, so. Uh, you know, what's the level of, what's the level, because she teaches ESL and a lot of these kids have never even been to a school. Yeah. I said, what's the level of their, of them being able to write? She goes, they can't write in English. There's no way they can write in English. Yeah. And and so I mean it's just it's it it was a cluster this That's week. That's amazing. And this is God. the first week back for many of them. So yeah. 
Yeah, forget, like, we were bitching about cursive 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, how come they don't teach cursive writing? <laughs> I like to write my... I like. To how come my... nobody uses a quill? <laughs> you know, I know. Well, I used we to, just sound so I, old. I know. Well, I had... I told you, I've told this story before, is that I had a, a, a very young, lovely, young um, MC asked me to write out my, my intro, oh. and I said, okay. She goes, oh, please don't write cursive. Okay. And I said, what? She goes, I can't read cursive. Wow. And I just went, sweet Jesus. Wow. But that oh was God, that yeah. was probably six years ago. But still, yeah. you know, weird. It's yeah. kind of weird. Anyway. It's not like another language. It's If, if you know letters, you can figure out well, cursive. Well, sort of, you know. Sort of. It's a little yeah. bit. G's you know, and Q's. So there's a yeah, little circle at the bottom of the Y. S's are not you know? like, yeah. yeah. S's are not. S's, yeah, yeah okay. There, there's some things, you know. But, <laughs> but I had to stop and go, how old am I? Sweet Jesus. Yeah, however. right. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah. And uh, so what got us into this again? I, I don't remember. We just started talking, and here we are. You had this. I, I viewed <laughs> a, a wonderful video this morning of... Um, your son, you yes. want to explain that a little bit oh, and tell that? You know, I, I sound like I just, I don't want to just keep bragging on him. I'm just, I'm so happy for him. I'm just so happy that he's landed. He has a good paying job in exactly the field he wants. He's staying in a sweet little apartment. And you know what? Things are just going great. The hits just keep coming. Good news every day. And um, it gets, you know, after it's, people understand, six months of really worrying for him. Yeah. And having him kind of in a downward spiral, and then to have him completely turn it around, and now everything's just going great, you know. It but it starts to sound like you're just bragging, listing one thing after another, all the good things that are happening. But good things are happening for him, and I'm super happy. He released a video um, he, that co-made with Brandon Rogers, his employer, down there, um, called uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's uh, my last vlog ever, I think, something like that, um, where he plays a just airheaded influencer, just vapid twit, the type that he's been making fun of for years and years now okay, in his yeah. YouTube videos. And it's something you and I don't really relate to. Well, yes, Truthfully, it's foreign. It's, <laughs> I don't watch that stuff, uh -huh. so I don't know all the little inside jokes of those mm -hmm. characters that he's planted I in I did there. see Liam's humor in it, though, because yeah, right. there was just these little, these little nuggets of... Oh, there's art. There's the human. Uh, there's right. Catherine. That's yeah. that's that. You know that right. he had the, these little asides and these. Um, yeah, he was. I saw Liam's humor. It's, I saw that um, influence. Yeah. Anyhow, um, we're excited. We're excited because he's going to see be seen by a whole lot of people, and um, good things are happening. Um, so um, I wanted to talk about my show. I didn't. I wasn't seen by hundreds of thousands. <laughs> But oh, I was yeah, seen by to, dozens went, of you, people. You went up to uh, Gig Harbor. Namely, three dozen people, <laughs> if I oh. had to give a number. <laughs> well, you know. It, they, they haven't been getting the numbers uh, that they were for was some, it, whatever reason. Was it Thursday night? It was. It was a Thursday night, right. Thursday night, Gig Harbor. And it's a nice little crowd, a nice room. Mm -hmm. um, and they were a nice enough bunch of people that wanted to have a fun time. And I had to push hard to do 45, you know, let alone an hour. I know. Because, well, part of it is you Chris don't remember. Chris doesn't want you to do an hour, though. Uh, no, he was fine he with really it. He really doesn't want he you to do an hour. He was fine with 45. Yeah, yeah. But that was 45 minutes of me. Because I do an hour and he gets mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It was talking to the crowd and uh, talking about the brownie that I had gotten. <laughs> 
and talking. <laughs> you were just vamping. <laughs> you were vamping. They knew I was stalling. And then I finally at one point said, oh, you don't mind if I go get my brownie? It's so good. I'm going to go get it. It's in the green room. You don't mind, do you? And I kept the microphone oh uh, all the way God. back to the green room. I'm like, hey, how you guys doing in now? Oh, here we are. Here it is. Here's my brownie right next to my notebook of stuff that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they they uh, brought the brownie on stage and ate it for the last five minutes. Oh. But, you know, so it was a wake-up call because I got to do two forty-five to an hour in Salem this next Saturday, and I can't be doing that. They won't be as forgiving as Chris was about that. They're fun, though. You can play with them a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. They're a nice crowd. Yeah, usually. it's usually yeah. a nice crowd. I had a, right. yeah, there's a, late show will not be as full as the first show. The first show's usually oh, full. okay, good. And so, um, uh, but, yeah, it's uh it's, yeah, it'll be fine. You'll you'll do all right. I uh, think I will too. I, I I just need to reorganize and relook at my notes and yeah, you know, yeah, plan yeah. it out a little better than I did. I know. And I I was thinking I it's, I meant to call you. I did a show that night, that same night, too, Thursday night. Um, <clears throat> I did a donation show for uh, Planned Parenthood over at um, the Fixin' Two in downtown St. John's, across from where we did the festival. Oh yeah, right. That little bar. Yeah. Uh, and um, I never, I, I don't think I've ever been in that bar. I don't. I know. I, maybe I, I have. Know. Maybe I, a long time ago. Maybe I was. Uh, but they have this little room, and it's. I think Seth, when Seth Allen was talking about doing a show there, um, and he just did his, a, fe- a little festival there with, um, oh, the guy you like so much, Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane. Yeah. Anyway, um, it seats about 60, maybe. If, mm, and that's okay. with chairs and... How do you pay for Kyle Kinane? I don't know. Maybe they're just buddies and he wanted to be in Portland. I don't know. He just was doing... I don't know. That had to be something Well, like that. Kyle lives here. Oh, God, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, he lives He here. moved back here. Yeah, he lives in Portland. Yeah, okay. He lives well, out near so Beaverton. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just wanted to work out somewhere, probably, trying new material yeah. or something. Well, I don't know. They, anyway, he, he, was, he did it. But I'd never been in that room, but it was... Um, you know, and it was for Planned Parenthood, and they had a silent auction, and all this, and this gal put it together, and I thought, oh, I wonder if this is going to be well received, you know, because mm-hmm. I, when I walked up, there was really nobody. I couldn't, you know, well, was there anybody? Walked in the bar, there was like two people there. I went, oh, this is, and I said, this is can't be where they're doing it, and then I realized, no, oh, there's a back room, and I went back there, and the place was packed. Oh, it was wow. cool, and oh my god, and uh, she raised. Four thousand dollars for Planned Parenthood. Well, good for her. I know it. That's I was just—I awesome. was amazed. That's terrific. And That's they not just kind of threw do. me on the show because they had a speaker, and then one of the speakers fell out, and then they had the, the gal from Planned Parenthood get up and talk. And uh, they said, "We only need you know fifteen minutes from you." And I said, "Okay, fine." You know. And then when I got there, they said, "Well, we have one of our speakers fall out. Would you mind doing more than 15? And mm-hmm. I went. Sure, you know. Uh-huh. And then I had to figure out how to get on the stage because it was not um, easy. Oh, one of those tell steep staircase yeah, it was, kind of deals. There was no staircases. There was no oh. stairs. It's a band. It's a band room. Oh. So it's just the stage and the big guys put their feet up there and just get up. Uh, you know, it's just one oh. of those real, it's kind of a high stage. Yeah. 
And I went, eh, this isn't going to work. So I went out, I had to go back to my car and get my little steps. And oh, you know, yeah. I look like, I look like, you know, I'm moving in because I've <laughs> always got furniture. I'm always carrying furniture. Sure, you get your stool. And my step and my bags and everything. <laughs> I just look like I'm moving in someplace. Every Where time, should I set all my equipment? That's going to be, if I ever have an album cover, that's going to be, it's, it's going to be me just from the back carrying my stool, all, my step and my bags. <laughs> and that's just, it's going to be, you know, you I'm know not what? done yet. You need a roadie. Uh, you need a, I do. You, I just need a need someone just to break it down and set it up. I do. I need a roadie. <laughs> anyway, um, but that was fun. And then, uh, and then uh, Saturday, I I got. Have you ever been? You know, do you have a? Do you have an image of like a, an old theater that you've known since you were a kid, that yeah. you know you thought had to be really fun to play there. The Tower. I have played there in Bend. In Bend? Yes. I've never played The Tower. But this this is, I remember years ago, when I was, well, when I was a kid, we came through Astoria one time, and I think my dad, we stopped and had lunch. And we don't, we never went to the beach as a family. Right. So this is really one of those trips, you know. And we had our first, we had our dog with us, our first, uh, Shani was a puppy. And wow. we all decided to take her down to the beach. And we stopped going, because we're from Longview, we came across the big bridge for the first time. And no. that, it had just been built. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, yeah, finished. So it was a big deal. And we stopped in Astoria and we ate at this place across the street from this beautiful theater called the Liberty. And I remember looking at that going, that's really a cool looking theater. Mm. Oh, wow. That's really, you know, it was very ornate. And yeah, so, right. And so Saturday night. I got to work at the Liberty Theater in Astoria. Oh, man. And it's beautiful. I'm sure. It's a beautiful theater. They restored it. It's absolutely God, gorgeous. That's the best kind of shows. And Those they theater shows, man. And uh, they're building it. He's only done, f this is the fourth show they've done, a uh, comedy show. He does it really well. Drew, uh, Drew Wilson McGrath is a comic who uh, organizes it. Okay. And he's very good at it. And um, spends a lot of time of his time papering the, the downtown area with posters and stuff like that. And um, social media. And they did a big social media push, too. And they they put about 200 people in those seats. And that, that was, it was perfect. Because granted, they didn't seat people, so they were all kind of scattered. But they did close the balcony. And because um, I think the place will seat... Four, maybe 400 mm, okay. with the balcony. That's great. That's a good so, size. Yeah. So the downstairs was, it was a great show. And I yeah, went with man. Jamal um, Coleman, Andrew, and uh, it was just, it was really fun. It was a really fun show. And uh, yeah. of course I took one picture. That's all. I mean, I well, didn't take more know. pictures, but it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun. And, um, but it, I thought I was going to get out of the smoke. Mm. By driving mm. to the down to the, the down water. to Astoria, yeah, right, no. not so much. Oh, they had they had they had terrible air quality down there. Well, too. the the airflow and this, I'm a meteorologist. All of a sudden, it was a <laughs> westerly direction. It was heading for the beach. It wasn't coming from the east. It was coming from the east because the wind was blowing there. from yeah. the east. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we were getting the Wallawa, uh, the Wallawa fire smoke is what we were getting oh, in the Gifford yeah. Pinchot. Because right. Gifford Pinchot uh, is also, it's burning on the north-northeast side. Do you think there's any global warming? Do you think that's a factor? <laughs> I can't believe the deniers yeah. can just stand out there and look at a blood-red sun and choke on that air 
and just keep on saying summer after summer that no, this is just it happens. You know, no, it didn't ever happen. The people in the who it grew up in the Pacific Northwest, yeah, no, this didn't used to happen. Uh-uh. Certainly not every summer like it is now. And and we had fire season. We yeah. did have fire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, but and I spent my childhood at Spirit Lake most summers, and we were always on alert. And there were certain times by. Right after the 4th of July, we had to stop having campfires. Uh-huh. That was just, you know, okay, no more campfires. Yeah. You know, that, and that was fine. We did other things. But, you know, you just had to yeah. not have the campfires. And then, and you couldn't yeah. have, uh, I mean, you had to cook. It was, it was just different, you know, and we knew how to fight a fire. We knew where to build a fire. We knew how to do it. But this is... Having this air quality, I remember my mother had terrible, terrible um, allergies, and she had asthma. So she was really at risk when the air got bad. And we mm-hmm. lived in Longview, and that air was terrible. Yeah, to begin from the with. mills. Right, yeah. You know, if the if the wind was blowing the wrong way, my mom suffered terribly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. This is like the, this has been going on now for about five, six years now. Yes. That I remember, where... You could just count on August, September yeah, just being just nothing being but smoky. Don't go outside if you don't have to weather. Yeah. Which, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. When it's is it, you know, you know, I did so, see it's eerie. some. It's very eerie looking, too. It is. It's, you don't see, wake up and it's just gray outside. It's an orange, yeah, uh, that orange light on the ground. Yeah. It's weird. You know, I, re- I saw an interesting documentary the other day that is gives a, a sliver of hope. <laughs> Because we need something the, about uh, carbon uh, extraction machines. Yeah. You've seen those? The, the, the fans that actually take it out of the air and reprocess the carbon into a solid so they can b- either bury it in the ground or uh, the coolest uh, that I heard was they infuse it into concrete and it makes the concrete much stronger. Hold, so not wow. only are you, you don't have to worry about disposing it, you're using it as a resource. The trouble is it's, it's going to take th- millions of those around. Look at how long it's taken us to get globe to make anything it more, on, on Trump to even try to. I mean, everything's moving everything's so, so fucking slow. And slow. the whole time you're trying to get something done, ha- the Republican Party is dragging their feet and, and tr- lying about that it's necessary. You know, that's... And that, if, it, if it has anything to do with global warming, yeah. oil companies and the fossil fuel companies are all over, the patents are all over the, you know. Uh, for years, I was going to invest. I told Barry, I said, this is what I'm investing in. Is that guy from Boy- from Idaho came up with solar panel, solar panel um, for, solar panels for uh, highways. Okay, yeah, right. If, uh-huh. if because electric cars were coming. Right, yep. Your car would charge as you're driving. Yes, right. And then there would be no no more snow and ice. Yeah. It, and they and they could actually power all of the southwest from if you if you put it on I-10. Mhm. From from LA to wherever I-10 ends. Yeah, right. You can power the whole southwest. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? That's By, incredible. With, with ones but that was Billions over, of dollars. That was over 10 years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. What happened it to it? It is slow. It's really it got slow. Bought by the, it got bought by the, the, by the oil companies. Those, those patents get, they get, you know, they offer these guys. And, you know, really, that's not in their interest. If they just embrace the new technologies, they could make a ton of money off of that. 
just they as easily as they to. are to oil. They just like, ah, we're going to keep things the way they are and just keep lying well, about that's, it. that's the old men. And it's not just the cars. That's, that's the trouble. I mean, we talk about electric cars, and that, that would help. But they're like 5% of the emissions that are causing the problem. It's not the main. It's uh, Yeah, it's industrial pollution. Yeah. It's the factories that are really cranking out all the... And yeah. there's, that's the other hopeful thing was the carbon extraction that's on the actual smokestacks so it doesn't ever go up into the atmosphere. That's what we really need. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's all the things... And it's, it's that, and it's also the methane from raising cows uh, all around the world. That's another huge contributor. Well, you, you tell know, people you're gonna get, you gotta cut back on your meat. On your beef. Oh, don't make me government stay out of my life. I was like, oh my god. Hey, speaking of government out of your life, what? Women voters, man. Isn't that awesome? Do not want the government in their life. It turns out it's amazing. They. they don't want I, the I government. Sent, I, I, I saw it yesterday. Was it yesterday? I sent that to you. Yes. I saw, um, I'm perusing my YouTube subscriptions uh, for something other than Trump. I want to hear something other than what the his doing. Oh, I know, right. But, yeah. And I saw this great, you know, this great article about women, uh, women voting uh, registration is up to a to a point that they've never seen before. Yeah, like that no one has ever seen before. No yeah. one has ever, no, no one has ever seen yeah. this many women registering to vote. And I'm telling you. And and the, the other interesting part of that, 70% of those new registered voters uh, are in favor of choice or, or pro-choice. Let's hope so. Well, but that they, was the polling you know, that they it's, did. It's yeah. go, well, yeah, that's the polling. Who knows about yeah. polls, but... Let's, I, yeah, I don't believe in polls I, all the I time. i got to believe yeah. that it's driven by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you I have mean, to believe that this is the factor. That well, and <laughs> this is, I'm going to say, this is the Gen Xers. God love you. Yeah, right. God love you or Gen yeah, Z's. Get it's Gen Z's. It's Gen Z's. Right. At, get out. They're out there. They're going, uh, no, no, this is my choice. Yeah, right. And we're going to vote this time. Because what happens with the midterms, typically the reason it always goes to the party that doesn't have the presidency is right. that the, they feel comfortable. The people that have the presidency in the Senate and the House like we do now right. feel comfortable and feel complacent and they don't come out. In the midterms, and yeah, the disgruntled going, yeah. people this, do come out. Now, it's all bets are off. Yeah, this, this is, is this something is driving. New. Yeah, and the Republicans have just, they've, they've screwed the pooch. Yeah, they have. I think so. They have. They the have. morning after that Roe v. Wade was overturned, first thing I said to Catherine is, oh, this is going to change. This is going to be a game changer in November. Just, we'll see. Yeah, I oh, yeah. And, you know, we know, it's hard to really believe at the time, but honestly, it's shaping up that way. Well... On top of the fact that there are now Republicans, they have got they've got they've got so much evidence on Republicans now that actually were complicit, you know, complicit in January sixth and and yeah, changing the election votes and yeah, stuff like that. Right. And, and uh, there's more information out about that today. I it's I just. Yeah, it's just one more thing, one more thing coming at you all the time, you know. Betraying but, but that, their oath of office, uh, pure and simple. They're su there to support the Constitution, and they get in, and they try to get rid of it because it's not convenient at the time. Uh. Can you even imagine if they were able to change that? Yeah, right. And, to, and what we, where we would be now? Uh, season five of Handmaid's Tale. We would be, no, 
That's wearing masks, That's wearing masks and never being able to work again yeah, right, with yeah. no government supplements. Yeah, right. The poverty level would be beyond belief. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, if he had if he had been successful, I can't even I can't it's hard to even imagine what the, what we'd be doing right now, how this would be. Yeah. It's just it's frightening. Yeah. And so uh and the other thing I got to bitch about, though, I'm going to bitch about this. Okay, well, that's why we're here. With everything going, you know, and the, the, with everything coming at you all at once, and, you know, every time you turn around, something else is happening. So I love the Farmer's Almanac. Okay. I, love I just, don't think I've ever read it. I, I read I, it. I, you know, I go online and I, oh. I look about planting season. And I look about. I just oh, wow. like it. I've, okay. I've always. My grandparents always yeah, have the farm, farmer's almanac on their table. Oh, that's cool. I, yeah. I used to read it all the time as a kid. So, you know, I, I think, well, let's see what this weather is going to be like. Now it's not just that. Maybe because I have done that, and now the algorithm is in there. Um, I get these farmers al- uh, farmers almanac is predicting the worst winter ever. I'm going, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is all I need. It's my farm, my favorite farmer's almanac coming at me with this crap. Supposed to be comforting. Now i got to read all about it. And then, uh-huh. Oh, God, this is this is that. This You know, just one more thing. Uh-huh. So anyway, but yes, that was, um, that was, that's, and I also, I'm, I, I'm also got a bitch today about, I, I play games. Do you play games on you? You play Bejeweled Blitz on 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 your I'm phone. I'm losing a little, st- not on my phone anymore, just on the computer. On the computer. And I'm really kind of, finally after <laughs> ten years, I'm kind of losing interest. You sl- in, yeah, slowing down. Uh, but I uh, do it on my phone once in a while, and I do, and I play Words with Friends, and you know to get power ups and stuff like that. You watch yeah. videos. Yes. You right. know. Yeah. And every single video is that goddamn keto gummy. That will melt your fat away. Oh, I'm I so sick of wim- fat women being scammed. Yeah, I am right. sick to death of it. Yeah. How dare they? How difficult they? I just want to take these scammers and just yeah. wring their flipping little. I know, man. Weenie yeah. necks, because yeah. I'm sick of it. This is. I know that sounds really threatening. And that's I've, the product of the it. harvesting of your information. To me, they target. Um, do you want a penis that can be get rock hard and knock down rock ho- walls? <laughs> you can actually knock down walls with your rock hard dick. It's like, I don't know. I don't think you really listen to me. Uh, I'm not that interested. <laughs> well, Certainly at the height of my sexual uh, libido, I never wanted to knock a wall down. Well, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> never occurred to me. And I'm thinking... You know, this all started with that damn Shark Tank, and then that yeah. damn Doctor Oz, who's now running for, for the Senate. I know, it's right? Like, yeah, it's like, whoa, big whoa, whoa, phony. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, yeah. I'm just sick of it. It's just yeah. this one more thing, and you, you and your rock hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just. They just tune in. Anybody over sixty has uh, problems <laughs> that need. Nothing, I know. To me, uh, uh-uh, that just means I'm off the hook. Nothing Sorry. and nothing is melting your fat away, folks. Nothing. <laughs> nothing you can you can drink yeah. tea that's good for you, which is green tea, right? That will help your metabolism, but right. you will not melt fat away. Uh-huh. Just, and yeah. I don't. I just want to bitch slap those yeah. girls that have these pictures. Yeah, the, the twenty three like, year olds. Yeah, the twenty three year olds exactly. Right. Look how much weight I lost. Well, it's because you thought about it for an hour. I know. That's how you lost the weight. You went to the gym for an hour, and there you go. That's it. You have a metabolism. 
anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's all a big, a big lie. And boy, you know, weight loss is the biggest, probably the biggest scam out it, there. It is. It has always been. It has always been. Yeah. I and I am a product of it. Yeah. I am right. a product of. I, I me mean, too. Yeah. Uh, instead of giving my mother the right information about, you know, how a child. Uh, how a child's metabolism works. Right. They just, in third grade, they put me on speed. <laughs> I was on speed. Yeah, right. I was on speed for an, a year uh-huh. and a half. Uh-huh. Until one day, I just lost it. I lost my mind because I couldn't yeah, sleep. That. I hadn't slept for a year and a half. Oh, my God. You know, but I lost a bunch of weight, but I also lost my fucking mind. And I bet you were really good at recess. I was really good at recess. <laughs> you know, and I I was just, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't wow, eat. Wow, that's was, just so demented. And then, you know, and it they just went from there. They wouldn't think to do that now. Well, yeah, it to was just. do that to a child. No. It I would mean, never occur to them to do and, that. And, you know, and now kids, <laughs> you know, me. have ADHD. Right, yeah. With right. And I think that's all food-based. I think... I think the food. In I think everybody has ADHD now. Well, yeah. Pretty it's, much, yeah. I do. Catherine, yeah. everybody I know, suffers to some degree with that. I, I and part of that I think is a product of um, watching television and it's just stimulus. the information. Then the boom, 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 boom. Everything happens yeah. so fast in three second clips of everything, and you know, just we get our information. Got to have it quick, you know. It's. Um, I think we're just used to that pace of things now, and we get bored. If and it's you, slow. And I think one thing that I think the, the pandemic did was you got so tired of watching shit online and watching TV uh-huh. that you started, I, I pulled away and I noticed that when I pull away and just do stuff around the house or right. sit down and read a book for an hour, all of a sudden I, it's like my mind clears and I have, I go, oh, I have to do this. And I don't walk into a room and forget what I was going to do. I remember what I'm going to do. Right. And it's it's just that it's just calming that down. You got to calm yeah, that right. down. You know, just you know, just re regroup. You, you, know? you ever meditate? You ever try that? Yeah, I do actually mm-hmm. meditate. Yeah, and I um, feel like I should. Uh, and I have the black candles, and your name's on it. One of them, anyway. No, I'm just. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh you get a little doll with some uh, safety so, pins. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no safety pins. I'm not going to give those to anybody. I, those yeah. are those are precious. Um, <laughs> you lose one. No safety. Uh, no, I don't. But yeah, I do. I I uh, I uh, meditate to a certain extent. But I just noticed that. Um, I think I thought I think the pandemic taught me how to shut out. I had to shut it out. Like I used to sit and paint. Right. Instead of watching TV at night. Ah, first, you know. Okay. Yeah. So I'd have my dinner, mm-hmm. and then I'd paint for an hour. Okay. Instead yeah, that's got to just calm you right down. Yeah, and I'd just paint, and I'd I'd put something on the, I'd put some music on, or I'd put, you know, I'd I'd just something, and just you know, yeah. just paint. And it, it you know what? Yeah. That's what bejeweled was for me for a while, a long time. Is that right? Honestly, you, you know, all you're doing is you're lining up three gems next together, or five, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it explodes, and you kind of. It gives your brain a little mini explosion, I think, and mm-hmm. and you're just doing that, and all you're focusing is on that little simple action that doesn't require a lot of forethought. You're just kind of closing things down, and and right. I do tend to my brain tends to go to um, 
you know, other topics while I'm doing that sometimes. Yeah. And I'll be like, ah, I got damn Booker owes me money. You know, I'll be sitting there thinking <laughs> something like that. I know, I know, you know? I know, I know. But uh, it also, it does, just takes you out of your uh, analytical mind and lets you just sort of do a simple task over and over. And I don't like gardening. Some people think gardening calms them down. Oh, I do like gardening. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. You do. I do. I like yeah. going out and pulling weeds. I uh-huh. just, it's, it's hard for me, uh, but I. But it gives you a certain kind of pleasure. Well, it gets you, you get outside and you're yeah. breathing, you know, decent right. air and you're getting your hands in the soil and you get dirty. And I, I just like it. I mm-hmm. like that. I don't, yeah. I like organizing things and getting that to, I have to do some more of that today. Most people do, I think. <laughs> getting a, I like deadheading. Pleasure. I love to deadhead. Just get yanking the tops off of the weeds? Yeah, just take, no, well, just the flowers that are dead. Just, all right. Oh, you, I see. You're done. I deadhead the dandelions. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. go around and go, click, ha, ha, see you in a week, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's, I'm kind of nervous about this weekend, though. I have a something coming up. Do you want to talk about that? Do you have something else you want to talk uh, not about? Not right now, yeah. I'm curious now. Uh, do, have you gone to your high school reunions? 20th and 40th. Okay, so you've yeah, gone I, to a couple. I performed at my twentieth, and then at my fortieth, I just went and. How did I know? How did the how, how did it go performing at your at your uh, uh, reunion? It went, uh, pretty well, actually. It was a good experience. And was it was a it? nice venue. Because they it, tell you never do it. Um, it was fine. Uh, it what it did though was made it so that I didn't really get to enjoy the ceremonies. Because you were worried. Because I was you know, stressing about doing this show. And I knew that yeah. then I was going to have to be talking to people, good or bad, afterwards about it. I know, and it's like being on a ship you can't leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then at my 40th, they asked me to do it. And, you know, I found out one of the cheerleaders who organized it resented the fact that I asked for 250 bucks. I said, well, that's what I do, you know, for a living. If I'm going to work, I kind of like to get some money. So they came up with 250 bucks, and I found out later that she really resented the fact that I didn't do it for free. And then my 40th, I just said, look, you know, do you mind? I, I really would just like to kind of enjoy hanging out with somebody and not have this hanging over my head. And they said, okay, all right, well, you don't have to. And then kind of gave me the silent treatment when I got there. It, they had this weird kind of attitude. Oh, that, my God. Oh, yeah, this one guy that I used to sing songs with in high school and hang out with all the time, a really nice guy, hardly wanted to talk to me. It was just weird. And he was best friends with the cheerleader and her husband, her dentist husband. Oh, and she married well. So, yeah, uh, yeah, good for you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I I didn't care. There was one guy who, How many? I don't know if he'd say he held a grudge. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> back when we were kids, we did this thing. I did this thing that I still remember doing to him where he w- he tried to put an engine onto a bicycle. So it would be like a mo- homemade motorcycle, uh-huh. <laughs> like a little lawnmower engine or something uh-huh. like that. And he strapped it on there as good best he could. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and he said, God. In order to start this, i got to come down a hill. And then so he goes, spot me. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And so he gets up at the top of the hill, and he starts riding down the hill on this thing. Halfway down, he goes, the brakes aren't working. The brakes aren't working. Like, so <laughs> oh I panic. And, like, he's getting, like, 10 feet away. And I he's panic. going like a bat out of hell. He's going, like, probably 20 miles an hour or something fast. like that. Down. <laughs> so Jesus. I, in a panic, I picked up a stick. <laughs> <laughs> And I threw it into the spokes. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Just a stupid, stupid thing to do. And it didn't just 
uh, end the life of that motorcycle, it ended our friendship on the spot. Oh, my God. On the spot. He was, like, done with me. That was the uh, end of that. And then so I... What were you supposed to do? He's going to... I don't know. What do you mean spot me? I, I'm not Superman. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know? So then at the 40-year reunion, How I go... How old were you? How old were you? Uh, high school. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like freshman in high school. Um, young, young. Yeah. So <laughs> the brain's not clicking, right? No, 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 so no. then at the 40th year reunion, yeah. I saw him and I go, Jeff, um, I have this memory of something that happened... Uh, back when we were young, and he goes, I know exactly what you're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd been carrying it with him. <laughs> and I was like, I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. I was just, I, it was a really stupid what, move, and why I, don't you talk I wish about I could this go back. This is <laughs> and get this, I wish I could undo that moment. And he's like, Well, you can't. You know, and it's like, oh okay, my God. at this point, I, I'm like, Okay, if you're still angry about it, that's kind of on you at this point. At this point, it's it been is. a long time, yes, it is. and we all make mistakes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! That's uh, that's honestly one of the things I remember most about my fortieth. Oh my, that's a great, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah, that's a great story. Just the simple mind of a twelve-year-old or a fourteen-year-old or whatever I was. Well, we are having. <laughs> I graduated from Arilong High School in 1970. Yeah, and we missed our fiftieth. We had, at our 40th, we had all said, let's do a 45 and then not do a 50th because nobody wanted yeah. to see, see us, nobody wanted to be seen at 68 years old. I understand. But. Yeah. Uh, but it was 2020. Yeah. So we couldn't do the reunion. Right. And uh, so they moved it to this year because 21 was still, we, um, Delta had hit. Yeah, right. So they said, no, we can't do, yeah. it's Delta. So we can't, yeah. So uh, we're doing it this, this this coming weekend. Oh, good. And uh, how big a class did you did you have? Oh, gosh, I don't know, 300 maybe? Something like oh, that. Oh, that's a good size class. Two or 300, something like that. We had 300 and, 360 for, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was one of the bigger classes. Oh, okay. And, um, <clears throat> And you went to school with all these kids all the way through grade school and stuff Pretty like that. Pretty much, yeah. yeah see no. that they, that's what you don't see anymore. You don't no, have that anymore. Right. But, but we had we went through school all the way through. There was like several grade schools. So, but eventually you you landed in one of the two high schools, uh, either Mark Morris yeah. or Ari Long. Right. And um, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, see, in Bend we just had the one. When I was going there. Yeah, you just had the one high school. Yeah, Bend High School. Yeah, Bend High School. They yeah. didn't even bother with creative name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Bend. That's this is, the, this high is the high school. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, but uh, it's interesting because now we're all 70. Right. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had, uh, I was telling, we I was talking to one of my friends. We A lot of us have stayed friends, though. Wow, that's great. I mean, I have oh, girlfriends really cool. that I went all yeah. the way through grade school with yeah. and 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 male men friends too that i went wow. all the way through grade school that so come cool. out to the shows when no, i'm in seattle wow. and stuff cool. we had a lot of attorneys in our class yeah and um and i was trying to tell somebody we had a guy at our i think it was our 30th and our 30th or 20th and 20th reunion um <clears throat> that was up for parole 
Mm. And um, mm. he was going to be, he was, and, and we were, I was talking to two of the guys that were attorneys. This is, and I had gone all the way through um, catechism. I had been, um, when we had, um, uh, you know, when you were confirmed, you took communion and all this other stuff in the Episcopal church anyway. Okay. And I'd gone through junior high with him all the way through junior high and, uh, and high school. And uh, he was a scrappy little guy. He was always getting in fights at church and stuff like that. We were uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and then about right after, I think it was, I was in college and I heard that he had killed somebody. And, uh, and so 20, at our 20th reunion, um, a friend of my brother's was, uh, was handling his appeal, his, his parole right. appeal. And uh, so I was talking to these guys at the reunion about what's the chances. And I didn't know the details of the murder. Mm-hmm. And the murder was, it was a drug deal that had gone wrong. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was out on one of the rivers, out on the Toodle River. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and I said, well, you know, what's his chances? Can he get out? Will he, you know? Right. And one of the guys who's an attorney goes, well, it's first time offender. So didn't have a record. So uh. is it good? Yeah, that that's going for him. And the other guy goes, um, but he cut his hands off. What? <laughs> and he goes, so I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't. How do you cut both hands off? I can see the first one. He didn't want him identified. <laughs> he didn't want for, by his finger his fingerprints. God. But here's the here's the kicker. This is how stupid he was. Uh-huh. He left the guy's wallet in his back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, no way to reach in and get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's like Oh my god. I know. Well he got out uh, he got out around our fortieth. Uh-huh. He didn't come to the reunion. He might be at this one though. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> But I mean, Whoa. this is like, yeah. this is, we had, we had such a, a diverse mm-hmm. group of people yeah, in right. my class. Right. And uh, we've lost a lot. But um, yeah, so I'm going to go do that this weekend. Yeah, it does become an, a battle of attrition. And I've been asked to re- perform, but I said no. I've said no yeah. every time they yeah. asked me to perform. I said yeah. no. Just, I'm not gonna yeah. You don't want to have that. I said, over. if I'm going to do anything, it's not going to be for you. I'll, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a benefit show. Right. For a... <clears throat> You know, for the class to to do a, a scholarship fund. Oh, oh, well, that's something a good like idea. that. Yeah. But I won't. I'm not going to perform for for the reunion. That, yeah, right. I just I want to yeah, chat the, with my friends. I at chat the dinner, with yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good idea. And see people. So I don't know if they'll ask me for my fiftieth. I don't know if they'll even bother asking. What year did you graduate? Seventy four. Oh, so it's coming up. It's coming right up. Year and a half. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. My brother just had his. And, uh, yeah, he was really looking forward to it, and he, he got to connect with a few people. I asked my dad um, how, how many people are left from his. He's 99. Yeah. He said there's one other from his graduating class that's still alive. And at this point, they're just out of stubbornness. They don't want to be the... The only <laughs> they two? They don't want to come this far. You want to win, right? You want to win the prize. <laughs> So um, I don't think they you attend anything. You always have the best stories, though. Oh, God. That's from just doing dumb stuff. <laughs> do so you know, that, but there are people that, that you went through school with that you had those experiences with yeah, that right. hold grudges that are... It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, and, and we were talking about that. I don't know if I hold grudges, but I know that I have a certain emotional feeling about certain people in high school right. that were always kind of snubbing me 
are always kind of in this group that I wasn't in and right. always kind of look down their noses at me. I don't think it, they'd have to really demonstrate that they'd changed a lot for me to stop feeling that way about them. It's not a, I wouldn't call it a grudge, but I'd certainly have a feeling of how about them that doesn't just yeah, go away. I, I, uh, I don't care as much as they think now, but still, I think, well, that's who well, you are. It, unfortunately, to, the um, Internet has, has shown us a lot of people's real colors. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. And, enough. I yeah. mean, uh, there's people from my class that I had to yeah, block. I did, too. I, have to, I had to full-on unfriend kind of my best buddy from high school when he started, when uh, Trump was first elected and, and Liam went out and protested and he went on a big rant about these kids and they need to, you know, pull their pants up and stop being such snot-nosed brats. And, uh, and then we, I said, no, don't come after my son. Don't, you can't, don't attack my son. And he goes, and he wrote a, I'm sorry, but uh, no, <laughs> response. It, yeah, you start that, I'm sorry, but that, mm-hmm. that's done, you're done. And then I said, I unfriended him, and he sent me a text, how dare you? I apologize. Like, no, you, you didn't. That's not, uh, but here's the reason I said that. It's not an apology. That's an explanation. There's a big difference. Right. So, I, and then we, <laughs> Catherine, just out of curiosity, looked at his Facebook feed. There was some seriously racist stuff on oh, there. Oh, yeah. During the Obama years, oh yeah, it was it was really <laughs> racist, ugly racist stuff, and I thought, well, God, I don't want anything to do with this guy, whoever he is now. I don't know. Him. I know, and that's you know, I have a dear friend from high school yeah. that <coughs> we went through some real stuff together, and uh, yeah, she's uh, swallowed the Trump pill, and right. they actually took ivermectin. Well, that see, kind of stuff. That's, and uh, you know, I, and all this stuff, and and I. <coughs> And because she's a dear friend of my, my friend Kathy, who's been having so much health problems, I had to, I had to send her, because I, I don't want to cut her out of my life, but I had to say, you know, we haven't had any contact for the last six years. And um, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But I, I, I don't subscribe to your beliefs. Right. But it's like we, losing <laughs> someone but to we a cult, have, But know? we have this dear friend in common. Right. And... As long as we stay on 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 task and on point, don't talk about these and things. don't talk about this other stuff, yeah. you know, uh, you know. And she said, "I totally agree. I don't want to lose you out of my life, you know." So we have this pact, okay? Well, you know that <clears throat> because it's because I don't. I mean, I adore her. I, she's a yeah. she's a dear, sweet woman, but I she's been brainwashed by her husband anyway but um <coughs> yeah so uh so i have my reunion so we'll have something to talk about yes uh, right <coughs> next week uh we'll see if i make a fool of myself between now and then <laughs> or at the reunion right at the reunion <laughs> I'm, you know there has been times where i have i have there has been a couple of reunions i have yeah. i have made a fool of myself i think the first one you drank too much uh-huh. Everybody drank at the tenure. Yeah, everybody was still feeling like they could get drunk. Well, there was a lot of still a lot of hormones going. You yeah, know, there's right. a lot of you know, and there's a lot yeah. of there was a lot of uh, backbiting and a lot of crap that was still hanging out. Yeah, it's still and the twenty fresh. even even the twenty twenty year I you remember that people, energy. People were on their second marriages and things. Uh-huh. You know, they were coming back to find the love of their life that they you know right they passed of stuff. on. <laughs> it's really weird, yeah, because there was some real drama at the twenty. Yeah, and so and I missed the thirty. But I went to the forty. Yeah, the forty was kind of fun. I don't remember the thirty. I don't, I the don't forty was fun. We had a good time at the forty. Yeah. We danced and danced. We had we it, they had a we had a DJ, and um, <coughs> who had done all these high school reunion parties and stuff. And by that time, we're you know, 
what are you at 40? We're 58 years old. Yeah, right. And uh, See, I wouldn't, wouldn't they, mind doing a show, honestly, at a 40th. Just because it is so low key, and because I know I got a lot of old guy material, old people material that yeah. they can relate to, yeah. And I think I've got an attitude like, nah, who cares what you think? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Who cares at yeah. this point? And I think that would be the theme of it. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to say what I want because what's going to happen? You know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to perform. I'm going to say, say what I want because half of you probably won't be here in ten years. <laughs> 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 well, I could do that now and just yeah. go. Eh. I, yeah. g- I give y'all three mu- three more years, maybe tops. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. yeah so see, we laugh at the pain. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, boy, I you know I got heckled right out the bat at that theater. Oh, really? Somebody called me grandma. Okay. Wow. Right off the bat. Okay. And I just went. <clears throat> I just. I said I I don't remember what I said, but you know I'm telling you. It is so close. My 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 temper is so close to the surface. There's now. a thin layer. It's really thin. Hardened and, crust underneath the really volcano. Had, and I didn't expect it. I really didn't <laughs> expect it. I'm in this beautiful theater. Yeah, right. And yeah. then I went, oh, yeah, well, Astoria wouldn't. just showed their, their showed their. Okay, their, I remember class, Astoria yeah. now. <laughs> but anyway, that's a cute downtown now. It's really gotten it really is, cute. Yeah, it's really a lot of little brew pubs and places to eat. Little and shops stuff. and yeah, things. Yeah, it's very cute. Right. So anyway, well, um, yeah. I think we're at it. I think I'm done. Well, I think we've uh, given it's, them a little yeah, morsel here. Yeah, we went long last week. A little so. something. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you your time back this week. Give yeah, you yeah. 10 minutes on the other side of it. And uh, we uh, still you appreciate whoever's still listening <laughs> or back listening. You know, we don't know. There's still some people out there enjoying this, I yeah. believe. And uh, we're enjoying it, you know. So yeah, what the heck? We'll just keep on. Keep on, keep on, on. Right. Keep on, on. So have a good week, everybody. Um, and uh, we had, oh, did you, uh, did you tell Catherine about your reading last week? Your, about yes, the, I did. And uh, how did she I, feel You know, it? I told her the positive aspects of it. Okay. The, the you know, the, the when it got to uh, the part about uh, letting go, you know, of uh, yeah. your attachment to. Your, your identity. Your, mm-hmm. uh, this comedy identity and not linking the two. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I'm, I'm still working on that. It's not an easy thing to do after 40 years of having this be your identity. And, right. you know, comedy, it's you. You're given you on stage. I know. So it's hard not to, it's hard to separate. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a positive thing uh, and, you know, helpful, uh, useful advice. Okay, good. Some. All right. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening. I'm Susan Rice. This is Art Krug. Uh, This has stopped me if I've heard this. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks again, everybody. Tell everybody. Tell people to listen. Bye.